catch it. Just see the size of that thing. Now, if you're going to be out there fishing and you're illegally doing it, you should be thrown in a pen or a crab pot. I'd have to say, if you're going to use a long shank hook, great for winding, perfect for yabbies, not the best for live bait, such as a herring. Oh, come on, mate. You're joking, aren't you? That's abs- that's that's rubbish. You know, don't put yourself in a fishing line here. Now, that's a catch. That is a quality catch. Well done, champion. Hey everybody and welcome to Step Outside. Yes, as we come to you from our studios here on the coast. What an absolute crack of a show today. And of course yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this. But it was season 4, episode 29 and we are doing deep water dropping off the Double Island Coast. Being Fraser Coast here in southeast Queensland. Amazing spot. Uh, went out fishing with uh, Greggy Pierce from Double Island Point Fishing Charters. Amazing fella. Catching Barcod. Uh, in, in depths of around 1,000 feet or 250 to 290 metres of water. So it really was a, a great spot and uh, an unfished area too, as you would have noticed, uh, dropping down. But I want to talk to you about the gear. Now, I've had a lot of people asking me, what sort of gear are we running? There's so many different electric reels on the market uh, and they're not cheap. So you've got to really you know work out what's great and what's not great because uh, otherwise you're going to do your dough. So here to help you out, if you want to uh, listen in, sit back, grab yourself an ale or a coffee or whatever, and uh, chill back and uh, and have a listen up because what we are talking about is the gear, the setup, the rigs, and what to look for on your sounder, and of course the uh, the ratings of this gear that we are going to be using. Now, for us, this trip eventuated from uh, going out one one day out here on the Gold Coast and uh, and catching uh, flame snapper, bar cod, blue eye, traveller, harpooka sort of things, big bass groper, just different variety of fish. You know, years ago you'd have to run the old Alvey and use the deck winch, the reef king and reef queen, to get down to, you know, 800 feet of water or 1,000 feet of water, you know, two to 300 metres, to, to get these fish of which, you know, your sounder couldn't really pick up because you didn't have the technology uh, that was affordable on your boat unless you were in a Navy ship. So, you know, we started fishing these grounds many, many moons ago, but then you start working out, obviously, as you get into the new Garmin ranges, you've got your one and two kilowatt transducers on your boat, you can go out to these amazing depths and find good quality action, good fish. Now, the way I want to uh, paint this picture for you of what the bottom looks like is if you have a mountain range, if you're in Sydney, think of the Blue Mountains. Uh, if you're up here in southeast Queensland or anything like that, think of you know the Great Dividing Range, wherever you are. Think of a massive mountain that's, you know say, uh, a kilometre high, steep cliffs, and then grab that and chuck it under the water. And then that's what you're fishing, these ledges, right? You're fishing these ledges that go off the Australian, eastern Australian uh, continent and obviously dropping into the, uh, into the shelf waters where it just drops down to oblivion. And these ledges is where you are fishing. With your Garmin Shade Relief Map is incredible because it showcases when you buy the Australian New Zealand one, the Vision, is that you are finding all these crevices now uh, within these drop-offs, and they're the little holes, or the honey holes, I like to call, where the fish is sitting. Do they have a chance? Not really these days, but it's a long way. That's the difference, and that's the chance that they do have, I guess, is that you can't get out there all the time because the weather is always going to be not the best. Uh, and when it is, you know, then you've got to work out, is the current too strong? You know, um, you know because we are doing... I guess 100 k's to get there or 90 kilometers to get there, uh, and then you you know you're drifting if the current's ripping, and you're doing that distance to get back. So does the weather stay in your favour all day? Not really. 
Um, are you going to have a lot of fuel? And the fuel price these days is quite expensive. So you really want to make sure that when you do go out there, you are actually catching fish. Otherwise, you know, that $2,000 outfit you've just bought, you know, the $400 in fuel minimum you've put on your boat plus bait, you know, it does get quite expensive. So I want to talk to you about the gear. Let's start out with the gear. And you would have noticed some of the fishing tackle we're running was, um, was pretty heavy uh, today. Uh, you know, I guess there are different brands and varieties out there, but for me, I love to run Shimano, as you all well, are well aware of this now. And Shimano gives us a good, uh, I, I guess, a good selection. You've got the Shimano Plays 4000 electric reel. That was the first electric reel that I actually used uh, when I was offshore here, uh, and we went out targeting uh, Blue Eye Traveller. And these Blue Eyes, one of the Blue Eye caught was about 23 kilograms, and the and the Shimano plays came up well. Now, general retail on that thing is about a thousand bucks. You can get it down to eight eight hundred and sixty four nine hundred bucks, something like that. Depends. Just shopping around. Um, but if you go to Anaconda, they'll definitely look after you. But that's the Shimano plays four thousand reel. Um, good reel, uh, entry level. For me, I went up to the Shimano uh, Force Master and the Shimano Beast Master. One is brushless, therefore one is going to cost you an extra five hundred bucks or 600 bucks so that's the Beastmaster. the Beastmaster is the bomb it is the one to go for uh, the force master i've used that one it's a pigeon pair i have a force master and a Beastmaster, and those reels are awesome they I, I can't not tell you how good they are without being so excited in it because you know catching the fish that we caught on our show just now episode uh, 29 of, of season four step outside is that those fish six Bar cod are coming up on that reel. It never overheated, and it did the job brilliantly. Okay, so that is the reel. It's light. It's not cumbersome. It's easy to use. Power level is simple. You can put it on a little lithium or a little twelve volt uh, bike battery, or you can have your Minkota plugs on the side of your boat and use that as your power source. Such a great reel. That particular reel, okay, um, comes. It, it's got a few different. Uh, attributes to it, which I'll run through with you. Um, so it's it's a nine thousand A. Uh, it possesses unprecedented power, uh, speed, durability, and that's because of the brushless Gigamax motor. Now I did mention that one was brushless, okay, and that's the Beastmaster. The Force Master is uh, has brushes on it. Now it's got ten percent more winding power than the previous models. So it's a newer model. All of these versions, as I keep saying to you, keep keep reinventing themselves. It's got 25 kilograms of drag output. Now, I guess if you think about it and you grab yourself an onion bag or a potato bag and you put, uh, it's 25 kilos, you put that on the end of your rod, it's going to drop it out. It's going to still pull spool off your reel. That's a heavy weight to lift. But as you pull uh, weight up through the water column, it becomes, uh, obviously, you know, the, the, the air bladder is going to blow and the fish will shoot up in the last probably 70 metres. But um, the, the weight is minimum, but it gets heavier as it gets closer if they don't blow their belly. But that's the, the benefit of fishing deep water. Most fish do. Um, it's got a constant retrieve uh, speed, okay, which is awesome. And you can also wind the reel. So you don't have to use the electric part. So if you've got cranking power during the fight, you can just use the handle to get that and help the reel out as well. Um, like I mentioned, it doesn't have heat, so it's a heat-free system. Um, it allows it to be released from the vents. There are little vent plates on the side of the actual reel uh, casing, 
Um, so that's going to give it better performance. Uh, it's also got aluminium forged clutch levers, and of course, it's got an LCD screen. You need that to know what the uh, depth is you're fishing, how much more line's going to come back before your swivel hits uh, the surface of the of the of the line of the water. And you are on top of this at all times because when you are dropping down, generally the last eight meters, you can preset this. I generally keep it to about eight meters. Um, is that the, the reel will slow down itself and then stop eight metres. Otherwise, you're going to have the swivel bouncing through the tip of your rod. You don't want that. That's not going to happen. So uh, to reach a deep, a deeper depths, um, the reel can be spooled up with 900 metres of PE8 braid, which is about 100 pounds or so. But one thing is, I know it's more than that. Um, we fished for uh, one ledge out there, as I was mentioning, those big giant seamounts put out in the uh, the deep waters. It went from 10,000 feet or 3,000 metres and it came up to uh, 1,500 metres. So it was a one and a half kilometre rise, dead rise from the deck straight up, right? So this is what I'm saying to you. If you have these... You know, the Great Dividing Range or the, you know, Sydney, uh, you know, the Blue Mountains, all that sort of stuff, just chuck it under the water and you've got this one-and-a-half-kilometre ledge, a 3,000-foot ledge, straight ledge. We we fished the top of this ledge uh, and it's about 90 kilometres off the coast. It was a long way out. Jeez, long, but it's good weather till we came back in. But anyway, that was a different story. Um, but we fished down there and even though we fished the top of it, it came up to around 900 metres right on the peak uh, but it, it um, we fished in one area there, it was about uh, probably 1,200 metres, maybe uh, around that, and it was um, as, it, as it peaked up, and uh, we still had lots of line on our, on our reel. So, uh, and, and the fish that we got up there at 900 metres was an oil fish. It was Australia's largest oil fish. It weighed in at just over 68 kilograms. Um, a massive fish. Uh, not, don't know much about them besides they give you the shits because they have a... Uh, uh, I, I guess a laxative effect with the wax sets. Uh, wax set stays between the skin and the uh, and the flesh, and the flesh and the bone. And if, even if you have one slither of this fish, you will be on the dunny for a long time. Believe me. Okay, uh, it, it's incredible um, of how this fish operates. Um, but um, if you have a clogged up bowel, grab some oil fish, and uh, I guarantee you there's a natural remedy there. Just don't need a lot of it. Um, okay, so that's back to the reel now. It's got the um, Hagane body, which is the features here. It's got the Gigamax thermo adjust drag control. Um, it's got the uh, SARB bearings. Uh, they're high corrosion resistant. You need these. It just adds an extra shield for improved protection against salt and um, and all that sort of stuff when you're out in the ocean. Um, it's got your exciting drag, of course. Like I said, it uh, you can you can hear it. It, it tells you it's audible. Um, and also it, it uh, gives you an LCD screen that's easy to use. It weighs, uh, you know, around one and a half kilograms, the reel, maybe a little bit more. Uh, the, the line that we're using here, you could use a 1,000 yards of 80 pound in PowerPro, and PowerPro comes in the different colours, so you can be running every 10 metres a different colour change. Every metre is a different colour uh, breakup with a white dot, so you might go red, green, blue, yellow, or anything like that. Uh, and then in between those reds, you've got a metre increment with a white dot, so you know exactly how far to the bottom. If it's saying your sound is saying you're in, uh, say, 200 metres of water, then you're going, you're going to go through 20 different colour changes. Um, if it's 207 metres of water, you'll go through 21 different colour changes, so it's actually 
different colour changes, okay, if you can understand that. Now, the rod that I like to use here, the rod is incredible, okay, the rod is is amazing. It's called a status deep drop rod. Uh, it's a Shimano again, so S-T-A-T-U-S. This is the gear you want to get. It's a status deep drop rod. It's a P8 and 10, okay, and, and that's going to give us a really good, uh, I guess it's going to give us a good rating, okay, as to, to what we what we want to use and to make sure that it's going to do the, the job for us in the sense that, uh, you know, you got that 80-pound to 110-pound, 150-pound line, depending on what you want to run uh, on that outfit. Um, that particular rod there, it just comes with such a, a great... It, it's nice and light... And it's durable. It, it's a two-piece at the bent. The bent butt is quite long, um, but it comes with... Uh, we've got six runners plus the tip. The tip has a swivel tip on it as well. Uh, Fuji silicon guides. Um, that's the AFCO uh, swivel roller tip, by the way. Uh, but it is the extra long bent, uh, bent butt, which is incredibly awesome when you are fishing uh, out there because you don't want to be crouching right down close to the to the, your, your um, I guess, to your gun rail of your boat. You want to have that reel sitting out a bit further so you can get more more pressure on the handle or on the wind if you are doing any winding. Uh, total length's about five foot six. Okay, so basically it's a it's ergonomic aluminium Pacific Grade bent butt, and that's one thing that they do pride themselves on is that extra long butt, and it's going to be a, a, a much easier. And also it gives you when deploying baits um, and waiting for the bites is that it's it's hanging over the boat that little bit more. Okay, but super strong, it's not going to fall out whatsoever. Um, so that's the rod. Um, so the status PE8 to 10 rod. Now, let's have a look at the line. Shimano's line is incredible. Uh, we are running the Power Pro Depth Master. Okay, um, the Depth Master is pretty cool. It's um, 80 pound. Uh, again, it comes in all those different colors, um, which is what you need. And you're going to fit about, like I said, you know, at least 1,000 yards on, the, on there. The harder or the tighter you can put that line on, the better it's going to be. The more you'll get on it. Um, we put that line on super tight, right? I put it on so, so, so tight that I thought that's enough. But when I caught these other fish and have been fishing on that braid line for quite some time now, it's it's pretty durable, is that it actually compresses even more than I thought. And I could fit another 150 yards on. So, you know, if you're really good at your knots and you trust your knots, you can join it with a double uni knot, Um that's what I'd use, uh, and and I'd just put an extra like maybe do eight loops um, uh, wraps on each arm, and that'll just give you a little bit more bite in it, and it's well, it won't come undone. It's pretty good. Um, so having that particular uh, line is going to be great, and that'll be uh, that'll be awesome for what you need. So definitely get onto that if you can. Um, now the tackle that we're running, you need to have light. You've got to think when you're down in that depth, you've got to have some sort of light. If you don't have light. The fish will go by natural instinct being smell. And, of course, you know, there are fish with lanterns on their heads down there. Good on them, but not for us. So I guess what it is is these fish have big nostrils. These fish have big eyes. You know, they need to cut through that that darkness to, to find the food. Anything that's going to die on the surface that you throw over, whether even a dead whale or a shark or a marlin, that, you know, whatever, and it goes to the deck, goes right down to the bottom, it's going to get eaten. Right, little things come and eat it. Big things come and eat them, and and so so goes on the food chain. But for us, having that extra ability of having some sort of a, a light is going to make a big big difference for you. So I like to use the Swordfish Diamond LED light. Okay, it's a fantastic 
uh, little uh, light. It, it comes in a variety of colours and it's water activated. Now, you might be thinking, how do I turn these on? Well, you don't. Okay, they've got little uh, wires that come out the side of them and once the water hits those, it activates the light within. Now, you'll get around 350 hours max probably of use time uh, within the battery, internal battery that's inside it. Um, they're a really small little outfit. They'll probably be about uh, maybe looking at one now, and I've got the blue light on this one here. It's probably an inch and a half, maybe an inch and three quarters big, okay? And it, it looks like a little diamond on a ring, but um, it's got a solid base on it. Um, they're small, bright, solid, and durable, and they'll work over a 1,000 metres down, and the corrosion resistant um, on the cover, they're not going to crack. Uh, you can imagine the pressure down there is is nuts, but... Um, it, it's pretty cool stuff too. So uh, you definitely need to get yourself some of those. Um, they use them for blue eyes and gemfish and uh, and all these other things. So anything like that is going to be good um, and, and definitely definitely well worth it. And if you want to catch, another thing is if you want to catch uh, squid, big squid or anything like that, is you put those night lights on at night time out, out there and uh, the squid will come up to it. It's just like having LED lights on the back of your boat, uh, but you know, you've got an LED light sitting a 1,000 feet under the water or a thousand meters under the water so uh, you know that's a that's a really good thing to get these uh, to get these fish going so grab yourself one of those if you can now to the tackle um, the tackle is super important um, it, this is the pointy end of the business so if you don't have the right tackle you're not going to catch the right fish um, for example if you want to catch say a flame snapper you're not going to run an 18 ho hook okay if you're going to catch bar cod um, you're not going to run a 6 hook one has a bigger mouth than the other, okay? So having the right size hook to suit the fish that you're targeting, and I know that's difficult because where you're going out, you may not know what's on the bottom. So let's break it up and go in the middle, okay? We are talking big fish. Sometimes you'll get the little crimson snapper, and they're the size of your hand. They're not big, but when you catch, catch them, you've got to put them on ice and take one home because they're really good to eat, okay? They're tiny. They're not big. They're probably a foot long, but, geez, they're magnificent. Like the, 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 the eyes have blown, their, their, their belly's out, so you, you can't let them go. They'll just get in by a bird. So those particular fish there, you know, are, are the legal size, they're fantastic to eat. Now, with the rig, we're going to go into, say, around a 14-0 hook. I, I think that'll be more than enough for you. But also, you, you could go down to a 12-0. Your mustards are a... There's a, a mustard tuna circle that has a really pointy tip on it. It's called the 39960D. Okay, so 3996OD or 0D. Uh, it's a tuna circle. Um, it's a fantastic size hook that if you put a slice of mullet on it, you need to have bait. You're not going to run a... Don't put a pilchard on. Okay, a pilchard... Pilchards are great baits. Yes, we know that. But in that sort of depth of water, wouldn't you think that you're going to put a bait on that's going to stay on your hook? That gives the fish more ability to actually keep biting and biting and biting to try and rip it off your hook rather than just one nudge. If the pilchard got to the bottom, because probably fall off, uh, that would that you know you you want the bite to be consistent. So the better the bait, the stronger the bait, the better the hook up rate. Uh, therefore, so strips of mullet, awesome. So tweed baits mullet. They do mullet fillets, or you can get whole mullet during the mullet season and just fill it them up yourself, whatever you want. Um, also, the big squids. Okay, so you can go for your Californian squid, will work well. Alternatively, you can get the big South African squid. They're huge. But squid's awesome. Squid is squid. Okay, put squid on your hook and you won't go wrong. And even strips of tuna. So if you catch maybe a, a tuna or a mac tuna 
or a bonito or anything like that, just fillet it up. And again, we all know that those uh, skins can be quite tough, particularly if you salt them down at home. Uh, you can just salt them down and uh, and, and then cry back them or, or put them in a, uh, a Ziploc bag and freeze them up. Those particular baits, they become quite tough. Still got the smelly oilness to attract the fish, but that is something that you could definitely use. Um, the pound of breaking strain on your leaders, 300 pound min- oh, maximum. I wouldn't go much more than that. So 300 pounds pretty good. You could run down to 200, but you've got to start thinking, if I catch a lot of fish on one rig, uh, therefore you know, you're going to have to have that little bit more. So I'd go 300 pound, which is quite heavy, but it works. Um, you need some glow bead or glow tube on the arm. So we're running a Paternoster rig. Okay, so a Paternoster rig is a, a, a single uh, drop that runs down from a swivel to your sinker, and then you've got these little arms that come off. Now, various states have different rules and regulations. Check yours. I'm going to talk about my state being Queensland. We can have six arms. Therefore, we can run six hooks off that one Paternoster rig. Okay, a lot of rigs you'll buy will have three hooks on them, uh, which is generally enough, but six hooks if you want to have a little bit more bite time on the bottom. Um, if you're out there only for a few hours because the weather's going to come in, you want to try and get a few more fish, run your six. But again, check your rules and regulations for your state. Every individual state is different with even fish size rules and regulations, size and bag limits. Check everything out, okay, before you even go out there. Otherwise, uh, you could get in, in trouble. Um, so on these particular rigs, we've got some glow tube on one of the arms or on all of the arms that run down to the hook. Um, every bit of light down there is going to help. So you know, we do have our, we've got our underwater um, our light, our marine light that we're running. Uh, we've also got some glow tube around the hooks. Uh, they come up to crimped uh, swivels. And of course, with your crimps, all these arms are basically the, the manufacturer, you can buy these online or head down to your local Anaconda store and they'll get them ready for you and get you all the gear. Uh, but you'll find that these particular rigs need to be man- manufactured perfectly. You do not want to hook onto a 40 or a 50 or a 60 kilogram fish and have it bust on a, on a, uh, on a simple rig uh, misplacement. So have that done properly and you'll be fine. Um, as for your sinker weight, now it depends on the current. Okay, If the current's running quite strong... Um, you're going to be running upwards of three or four kilograms. Four kilograms, what's that, about 16 pounds. It's pretty heavy, right? Oh, can you pick up four kilogram weight? That's a You can't cast it. You're not going to cast it. Two kilograms is great. So I run these weights. One kilogram, two kilogram, three kilogram, four kilogram. They're the weights that I run when I'm fishing deep water drops. I have them with me in case the current is moving. When we were fishing that 1,000-metre rise, 1,500-metre rise, I used a 3- and a 4-kilogram weight, uh, and that got me to the bottom. Um, could I see the fish bouncing on the rod tip? Yeah, absolutely. When I was, knew I was hooked up, I thought it was a snag, I'll be honest with you. There was nothing to it, and then we just pressed the button, and up it came. But, geez, it went hard. But uh, if you're fishing for flame snapper in around 220 to 260 metres of water, Generally, a one or a two kilo will be enough, depending on the on the current. That's what it really comes down to, okay? Um, on my boat, I run the Yamaha uh, 250. So I've got Hellmaster on that. Therefore, with Hellmaster, um, it allows me to spotlock on the corner uh, where I want to be, okay? So basically, it's a your, your outboard engine turns into an electric engine, so to speak, in spotlock, if you know what I mean, runs it through a GPS system. But... If you don't have Hellmaster, that's still okay because you can just go in gear, out of gear, 
and just work with your current. Keep your boat always stern into the current. Don't go bow. Seen people do that, and God knows why. You got your own reason. Congratulations. For me, I like to keep stern into the current because I'm fishing out of the back of the boat, not out of the bow. Okay, um, and and the bow slices through waters. That's what they're designed to do. Whereas a you sort of you're going to be going port and starboard a little bit too too quick. Whereas reverse, you got that big cumbersome back end of your boat going into the current, and it's just going to be a little bit more. Uh, I guess um, we're going to dumb it down here. It's going to be a lot more sturdy, and it's not going to wave left or right like it would if it was a bow. So the back of the boat into the current and in gear, out of gear, in gear, out of gear. Beauty with Yamaha, uh, not sure of the other engines, is that you can have uh, you can drop your rev range down, go into reverse, press a little button on the side of your uh, your Morse control there, and it will drop down to um, like uh, you know your rev range, 500, 400, 300, 200 RPM, then it goes into percentages. I generally try and keep it on around that 20 to 30%. And that'll be more than enough as well to go in gear, out of gear, depending on the current. If I've lost you there, um, just go and see one of your local dealers and they'll help you out as well. So we've talked about uh, sinker weights. We've talked about baits, rigs, hooks. What are you looking for in your sounder? Well, quite simple, a big, 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 giant ledge. Okay, these ledges are where the fish are, whether you're on top of the ledge, in a crevice leading down to the ledge, down to the bottom. You don't always want to fish that because it could be too deep. But have a look at the vision shade relief on Garmin. Now, if you don't have a Garmin, um, you know, it, it, have a look at something else that might work for your system. But jump on the computer and just type in Garmin Shade Relief Vision Map. If you type that up, you're going to have a look at what I mean. And it comes up, it, it shows the bottom incredibly, right? It is amazing. And it's pretty true as well. Um, we use this when we're fishing anywhere and we look for little pimples on the bottom of the ocean because a lot of it is satellite and a lot of it is um, naval. And when it's all put together and linked together to form these charts is that you look for little dots on the bottom, little indiscrepancies. And then you zoom in on that, you press it, and then you, you, if you've got autopilot, great. If not, you press it and then you put a go-to mark onto your, um, onto your plotter and it'll tell you how far away it is and you zoom there and you have a look at it, and you could be fishing an area that not many people have fished because it's just, again, it could be a small rise. It could be a rock sitting sitting on the bottom in only 30 metres of water. So we're not talking always deep water here. If you're fishing for snapper or, or anything like that in shallow, um, these this particular relief um, shade relief map is is incredible for that style of fishing. You're not going to be using electric reels in that shallow water, though. So, uh, But it's just talking about the gear. So that, that's how we generally find our marks um, and, uh, and and get onto it. Well, that's pretty much it, guys. I think I've summed it up for you if you're going out there deep water dropping to use the right gear. Uh, to summarise, uh, we are using our um, Shimano uh, Beastmaster 9000A electric reel. You can use a Forcemaster if you like as well. Um, so they're a great reel to use. We are using the Shimano Status Deep Drop Rod PE8-10, to 10, uh, which is uh, 80 to 100 pounds. So we are running Shimano Power Pro Depth Master 80-pound braid okay that's the braid that we're going to be running here you're going to need some of those swordfish diamond led lights okay they work an absolute treat uh if you can get a hold of a couple of those as well and uh, they will they will work awesomely for you um your rigs you're going to need a uh, pat rig with a minimum of three hooks depending on your rules and regulations in your state queensland you can run six hooks you want to go about a 14 oh if you can about 250 to 350 pound monofilament um, leader uh, on this 
Okay. Oh, your wind-on leader, that you'll need wind-on leader that goes from your braid to your uh, snap swivel, which will be a ball-bearing snap to your Patnos rig and, and run that probably about um, 25, 30 feet of that. Uh, and again, it would be quite heavy, 300 pound. So that that's a really good... Um, Really good rig to use in that in that case. You can tie directly to your Patnosa rig if you wanted to um, from your braid. Um, so do that and make sure they're rigged correctly. And you want a um, an extra swivel clip on the bottom of these rigs to hook onto that large sinker, which is between one and four kilograms, and that should uh, should pretty much put it onto the onto the onto the money for you. Well, guys, that's it. I hope you had a enjoyable uh, session there listening to me gibbering on about electric reel fishing and, uh, and and the benefits of it is awesome it allows you to get to deeper water there are smaller reels on the market as well that if you are fishing shallow water if you're you know a little bit cumbersome in your hand maybe a bit older and you've got arthritis going in your fingers and you love fishing and and something happens you just can't wind maybe you've broken your arm whatever and it's hard to wind is electric reel fishing can still get you out there uh, and still allow you to enjoy this fantastic favourite pastime that we love as well. So uh, for now, thanks very much for, for listening up. And, of course, can't wait to talk to you next week. Step Outside, Paul Burt, on every weekend on 7 Mate. You can check it up on the 7 app or 7 Plus website as well. And, of course, uh, that uh, is 24-7. Thanks for uh, listening. And, again, get all your gear or just go and chat with the teams down at Anaconda. They'll be more than happy to help you out. Take it easy, everyone. As I love to say, may your rod bend off. Step outside.